Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. It is International Fraud Awareness Week and we've time teamed up with Bank of Ireland to help educate and inform how to protect our online profiles. We have joined a number of and we've been joined by a number of anti-fraud experts to help cut through the jargon, drop the confusing terminology and land the simple message. Stop. Think. Check. And with Black Friday and Cyber Monday fast approaching, how can you stay safe from fraud? Well, Sinead Ryan is presenter of The Home Show and our consumer expert. And she joins us now with her advice. Hello, Sinead. Hi, Claire. God, this is a huge thing. It's it's grown so much. And I think COVID had a lot to do with it because everybody was stuck at home. Everybody was online and people were more inclined to engage with online services, even if they weren't used to doing it before. With the result that there has been an absolutely extraordinary increase in fraud and in in investment fraud and all that kind of thing. Um, About 164% of an increase in the first six months of the year alone. Yeah. And you see, I think sometimes as well, you're caught off guard. We tend to kind of do things distracted all the time. So you get a text saying, you know, this is your bank. And before you've even thought you've you've clicked into yes. it. But you see, I, I think a lot of people see, and I see this a lot with older people, they think that, that the thing they have to be most scared of is somebody hacking into their bank account and stealing all their money. In fact, the most common way to be defrauded is by handing over all your money <laughs> voluntarily. And that poses is a real problem. A, because you've made the choice yourself, however you were hoodwinked into it. But B, it's much, much harder to get it back. Uh, And people are less inclined to report it because they're a bit embarrassed about how it all happened. So one of the key ways to kind of that we are looking at at the moment, because we've seen uh, inflation rising, interest rates are very low and the collapse of cryptocurrency. So you have a lot of people who are in that sense of, I want to make a bit of money, you know, make a quick buck. I'm used to doing it on by buying Bitcoin or Dogecoin or whatever. And I'm looking for the next big thing. They are the people most likely to get defrauded by way of an investment scam. It accounted for 80 percent of all of Bank of Ireland's customer losses. Wow. For six months. So like, this is people now buying into something. It's not like somebody yeah. coming in and breaking into your account. Yeah. And, and it will just be very sophisticated. So it will look it perfect. Sometimes it can. Okay, so sometimes it can. It can look very sophisticated and you get kind of documents that look very realistic. Uh, You know, Ponzi schemes would come into this thing or pyramid schemes. Here we have documentation, we have testimonials, we have people who've made a fortune on this, that kind of thing, right? So it can look like that. A lot of times, the way that um, these fraudsters, these scammers want to get your money is by, by approaching you as a friend of a friend. So it could be something like infiltrating a friend group on Facebook or TikTok or kind of been able to show you somebody for whom it looked as if it worked and mm. then they recommend you on. So so that kind of thing is very, very common. Uh, I mean, people have lost anything from a couple of hundred quid right up to 800,000 euros in one case. Do you know? Wow. And I, this wrong. money wasn't stolen. It was handed. <laughs> yeah, because they were duped. So yeah. I know... Um, Romance can also cause a bit of an issue in this area. That can be another one as well. Um, But that is very, very common. Now, that was a huge thing during COVID because people were in lockdown. They couldn't travel to meet people. There weren't bars and restaurants open. There weren't clubs open, all the usual places you might read. So those romance fronts, they can hit men and women. Um, 
you know, big time. And usually they have a very familiar feel. So you're meeting somebody online on a dating website um, you're chatting away for a while. People are groomed this way. Uh, and then a story will emerge that, that, you know, they'd love to meet you in real life, but they're stuck abroad. There's a visa problem. They work in an oil rig. They're a doctor in a war-torn country. You know, this kind of thing. If only they had... X amount of money, they'd be able to get home, fly home, see you, fly you out, all that kind of thing. So those ones tend to work like that. Um, the uh, the other type of ones uh, are when you are buying and selling online. Okay, now you might you might see. Okay, if I'm selling something online, how is there a fraud about that? So I'm getting the money. You know wh- what can go wrong with that? But <laughs> very often you've you fraudsters who are scanning all the auction sites. You know the regular ones where you're selling. You know a bike or a laptop or something like that. They'll be very interested in your item and then you'll get an email, say, from PayPal or from the website saying your payment has been received. You can ship the item and you ship the item. But the but the email itself is a scam. Yeah. So no payment has been received, even though you've done everything right. You've done yeah. it through PayPal, yeah. which is the right thing to do. So it's really about not trusting anything you get on a random text or a random email. It's about actually going into your account, just taking that extra step. If you have a PayPal, go in, check it, check it there. Don't just rely on the message that you're getting. But it can be so sophisticated. I mean, I was nearly caught once because the text had come in under previous texts from my actual bank. You know, when Mm -hmm. you go abroad and they say, is this you to text back yes or no? The fraudsters had come in under that number. So they were all collated. So of course I thought it was from them. But this is why I think the line stop, think, check is really good because you just stop for a second and it's a quick phone call to the bank and I know you don't want to be on hold and listen to the music but then you ask them and they'll say no that's not us we would never ask you for your account details in a text message. And it's a similar one where you get one of those texts saying uh, good news your delivery's on the way but there's a fee to pay to release it. That's a huge one. Now for a lot of us if we haven't ordered anything there is no delivery on the way there's no need to do anything except block that and delete it Okay, Mm. But but a surprising number of people say oh a delivery. Imagine that. I didn't order and think it must be important. And they go and click through and it'll be a very low fee. It'll be something like two euros 40 to release it. And you'll think, oh, well, that's all right. But of course, now you've handed them away your card, your card details and all of that. And that's just paving the way for a bigger one. And that's where the distraction comes in. I mean, the amount of times I've like brought a box in that I have ordered online and I don't know what's in it because, yeah. you know, we're, we're distracted. It's misdirection. It really is. And that's what they're relying on. Um, I mean, even when you're buying something online, you have to be super careful. You, you've seen it. You've been, out, you know, it's been bid. You've been outbid. And then the seller, Maria, will get in touch and say, sorry, you were the underbidder here, but I've, I'm an almost identical item, exactly the same for sale. Just send along the money through whatever money transfer service and we'll ship it to you. These are called second chance sales. OK, so you're still in the zone that you want this thing. But of course, there's nothing there at all. You send the money and nothing arrives. So that kind of thing can really happen. But can I tell you about the one that is really bothering people at the moment? It's bothering me at the moment. And this is... Uh, you know, it, it, the, the cohort of people most likely to be duped out of money um, and it can be really dangerous are the so-called money mules. Now, these in the most part are young men in college. OK, they could be your son, your next door neighbour, that nice lad down the road. These are not hardened criminals. These are not fraudsters. Because the cost of living crisis has made everything more expensive, because the rental situation is so chronic, people are lured into believing they can make quick money fast. And they are asked to either set up a bank account legitimately in their own name or 
utilise, make their own bank account available to have money resting in it. So a huge amount of money will be transferred in. It'll be transferred out the next day and you'll collect like a fee or a commission in the meantime. And it can look super attractive. You've done no work. You've not had to engage with criminals. You've just made your account available. Uh, and, and of course, these are criminal proceeds and it is completely illegal. Not only is it illegal uh, if you know about it, it's illegal if you don't think you okay, did anything so it's wrong. a really big deal. But and as you say, really people are, are groomed. So I think, again, the, the, the message is stop Think, check. Sinead Ryan, presenter of The Home Show and our consumer expert, thank you very much for coming on. Thanks, Claire. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.